0: Welcome to the Creative Genius Captivated podcast. My name is Yi Qing Zhao, a miserable medical student turned award-winning actor, filmmaker, and creativity coach. While my name literally means artistic youth in Chinese, it took me almost a decade to find my calling and path. I help multi-hyphenates overcome burnout, unleash their creativity and become unstoppable using mindset and customized strategies let's dive in last sunday my puppy lucy had an audition yeah not me her had an audition for a music video and it's it was very easy they just wanted to come to my place and see how she interacted with strangers, right? So I thought it would be easy peasy for her because Lucy is very social. She's, she loves people. She's very sweet. She could be naughty, but she's really, really very affectionate. And here's the thing. I had the thought that because everybody says Lucy is so cute, so adorable. I had a thought that I could actually make her a movie dog or a commercial dog. I could make her a star dog. So I had the thought. I had that expectation. And well, I don't know if she understood exactly what I said or not, but before the audition on that morning, when I was walking her, I was just telling her, Lucy, you are going to have an audition later and I think you'll be great. I kept telling her she's going to have an audition, which now on hindsight, that was really a mistake. It's just like, you don't tell a kid, right? If you have a child actor, you don't tell the kid you're going for an audition because that would just put extra pressure on their shoulders and that would totally mess up their performance it's really the same thing with dogs i kept telling her you're going to have an audition and you're going to be great well that sounds like an encouragement except that if she were human and she could understand what i was saying she would feel a tremendous amount of pressure not to mention that was really her very first audition so not surprisingly when two big guys barged in my apartment she was reacting to them she felt like her territory was being invaded and she was growling at them she was running away and then when the two guys wanted to approach her she was growling at them and I was so surprised because I've never seen Lucy reacting like that before never so I thought okay she's scared and she's reacting to her fear now that's very normal for animals to feel scared I was observing her and I was really thinking about how to apply that lesson to myself not to mention of course I will apply that lesson to my relationship with my dog but i was also thinking how i can apply that lesson to myself for my clients and for my audience because here's the thing my friends when we are under pressure when we are when we have fears we are going to be performing or reacting in the same way like lucy a lot of the times it really is true now we as human beings we have the awareness dogs they don't have the awareness but the reason i brought up awareness is because as artists and as entrepreneurs awareness is really the number one skill that you need to have for your growth it just, just generally self awareness is the number one skill for you to become a better human being and i was listening to another podcast today and the host was saying awareness really is the number one skill for leadership so i just wanted to because i had that awareness and i just wanted to talk about it when we have the awareness in place we don't have to react we can just realize oh that's my fear that's the pressure and the pressure is giving me or anxiety Anxiety is really just fear and manifestation because a lot of times we attach certain consequences to things. Just like my expectations for her, I really wanted her to book the job so that I could make a little reel for my dog to further market her as a show dog. So that expectation, that energy was projected onto her and she felt that energy. She sensed it and she felt threatened. So when we have expectations on ourselves which we do most people do when we set goals when we set goals when we have expectations on ourselves are you taking on that energy as that pressure threatening energy for you to perform or are you setting that as an intention so here's the real difference my friends is that when you set an intention you're consciously guiding your focus to on the present moment, to perform each moment, to perfect each moment, to fully bring out the value of being present live in each moment. But when you set an expectation, your attention is focused on results, which first take you out of the moment, of the present moment. And second, make you attached to something that you cannot control, right? So if you are having expectations on certain things, just understand that your attention might be focused, might be placed on a wrong place. Not necessarily wrong place, but an unproductive place. Meaning that if your attention, your focus is on that place, it is not going to generate first is not healthy second it is not going to necessarily generate the results that you want so that was something that i learned from my dog but really that example on her is really just an extreme example of how animals human beings included react under fearful or you know stressful circumstances So, I really looked into myself and I was thinking about how this is all related with creativity. Because we always like to say, you know, everybody has an inner child, and that's where your creativity comes from, comes from the inner child. And you probably have already realized that when you are the most relaxed, you are the most creative. When you are on a time crunch, when you try to meet expectations, you're going to have writer's blocks. You're going to have all sorts of blocks, right? As an actor, your your performance is going to feel stiff and dead. You're just going to have all kinds of blocks because those external, the need for external validation or the pressure to impress, to live up to other people's expectations really zap the creativity out of you. Here's the thing. We live in a very uncertain world. The world is, you know, it's, it's a very uncertain at this moment. The landscape is always changing. The, our society is developing at a much, much faster speed, so much faster than the last 100, 200 years. So how can we take our creativity or let our creativity come out to its full potential or come out to play? How can we do that when we are living in such a weird time? And this weird time, probably even if it's going away, it's like more weird things are going to happen further down the road. So how can we do that? That is why regulating our mind has become so much More important than ever before, because while we are our society is highly developed, we as human race are constantly feeling the need or the pressure to come up with solutions. Because we we have crises, we are constantly solving problems. That is why I want to use this example to show you or to remind you, in the first place, to create inner safety for yourselves. My Like I said, I didn't create that safety for my dog, right? When she was having the audition. But for us, we have the awareness to do that for ourselves. And when you can really give yourself the grace and to remind yourself, even on a daily basis or a weekly basis, most likely you're going to need it on a daily basis. Trust me, because that's what I do. Tell yourself you are safe, even if, fill in the blank, even if you did not hit your goals Even if you failed at something, even if you are still safe. So by giving yourself this kind of affirmation, you are separating yourself or your self-esteem, your ego, from the things that you are doing, from the results you're having. So you're separating these two things, and that is very, very important because no matter what happens, they should not threaten your sense of safety that you create for yourself. Now, of course, stressful situations can happen, and that's why we need these reminders is that when stressful situations happen, you have a reminder in place for yourself to regulate your mind and not to have it, not to have your mind dragged away by whatever is happening. I always like to use this analogy is that imagine this scenario is that you are standing in the middle of a highway on the little island and you are watching the cars driving by. So those cars are the thoughts. You are the person watching. So you are just standing there and watching. You don't jump onto the cars. You don't go away with the cars. You just watch them come and go, but you don't go with them. That's exactly the same thing. When you are feeling your life is getting a little unstable, when you are dealing with stress, with uncertainty, put yourself in the middle of the highway and remind yourself that you are the person watching and the circumstances are the cars. Your thoughts are the cars. Regardless of however many thoughts you have, those are the cars, they come and go, and that's it, and you don't go with them. I know someone like to use this, this phrase, this too shall pass. So that's the same thing is that give yourself grace by hitting the pause button, recalculating or let's say recenter yourself so that you can go back to the place where you can calmly watch your thoughts come and go. So. The reason I, I brought control or controlling up here is that a lot of times the need to control comes from fear. The deeper your fear is, the more you might want to control. But just know that controlling, any controlling behavior come from fear. And see, that's an interesting thing is that when you are scared, you would naturally think, I'm going to do this to stop it. This has to come to a stop. Otherwise, so you want to control the results. You want to even not control the process. So you just want to be in control, which a lot of times is a good thing. If you want to be in control, a lot of times it is a good thing. I want to be in control of my career. I want to be in control of my choices. But if you are trying to be in control of exactly when and how and what these things should fall into places. That's because you're reacting to fear. That's because you're telling yourself, if this does not go my way, that means failing the blank. If you make it mean that you're a failure, of course, you're going to try to be in control every step along the way, because being a failure might be something that you would not accept. So because you don't accept that, you want to... You know, overcompensated. So that's the shadow we're talking about, right? Like, I've been looking into, you know, Enneagram and shadow, and, you know, um, I'm an Enneagram type eight challenger and the shadow is that I want to do certain things to mask up my vulnerability and I think that is why I became an artist the first way is that by being an artist I can be truly vulnerable right but sometimes yes sometimes fear creeps up and fear rips me away of my uh, ability to be vulnerable but the thing is that vulnerability and creativity really go hand in hand so when you think that fear, you're acting. You you feel the fear, and you feel the power of fear, and you feel that you are reacting to fear. You can have multiple different reactions, right? Being controlling is just um, a very typical one. Being controlling, be- hustling you know, spinning the wheels or sometimes avoiding on the other end of the spectrum is avoiding, avoid entirely, whichever that is, inaction, paralysis. You just got to know that that comes from fear. And that's an illusion. Most of the times it's an illusion. We live in 21st century, right? We have a very developed healthcare system and social security system. And, you know, so when that happens, just give yourself a little space, give yourself a little grace knowing that you are human or even tell yourself you are an animal and fear is normal. The difference between you, us, the difference between us and my dog is that we have the capacity to do that for ourselves while dogs need us to protect them we can do that for ourselves so we got to activate that part of us which is the higher part which is the I call it the divine guidance we got to activate that part of our brain to remind ourselves that we are safe we got to be the loving mom the loving dad for our inner children and tell our inner children we're safe and totally release the expectation to do things in a certain way or to hit certain results at a specific time because that is not healthy and it's not productive and it does not help and you also gotta acknowledge that a a lot of times right your brain if you like to worry if you like to it's really because your brain sometimes thinks that will help if you keep hustling spinning the wheels If you keep overthinking, it's really because your brain thinks doing these things can help. Your brain wants to help, but you got to know that those things don't help. What really helps is to cultivate that sense of safety that inner belief, regardless of what happens, you can handle it. To cultivate that confidence and affirmation, to have those things in place so that things, circumstances, thoughts, they come and go and you are always in power. So that is how we do these. And that is really at the core of our work as artists and entrepreneurs, because you can go take all the classes on techniques and crafts and this and that. But if you don't have a well nourished nervous system, if you don't have this safety in place for yourself, if you don't have your own back, all those techniques, strategies, they will not work. They only work as much as your mindset. So if your mindset is at a level 9, you can bring your technique, your crafts to a level 9. But if your mindset is at a level 2, those are just going to be level 2. So this is really this is like a bonus question or a bonus, you know, part for this episode is that next time when you keep asking questions like how do I do this? How do I do that? Don't ask that yet. See if you're asking this question from a safe, secure place, from an empowered place, meaning you want to do it because you want to do it. Or let's say you are doing it because you want to do it. You are not doing it because you want to meet certain expectations. So I I really want all of you listeners to have that in place. Before you get on to the how should I do this? How should I do that? That is a secondary question. And I will have that in many other episodes to follow. And I, you know, I've given speeches about that. But really, that is a secondary question. The first question that you want to ask yourself is always the why. And you always want to make sure that you are seeking information, you are seeking solution from a place of safety. You're not seeking solution because you think that is going to be a problem and you need to put out fire, which sometimes, yes, you need to do that when certain things happen. But most likely, if it's because your nervous system is feeling threatened, if it's because you are under, you're under stress, life is happening instead of jumping into the problems first ask yourself where this is coming from is it a problem what are the consequences? How bad can the consequences be? Because most likely on the grander scheme of things, those consequences are not really going to be consequences, consequences. So that is something that can really help us get into the next level. And that is really the number one priority for pretty much every single one of us, especially if you are more likely to have anxiety issues, more sensitive. A lot of artists are, especially, you're an introvert that you feel more deeply do this work first do this work before anything else and whenever you feel like you are reacting whenever you feel like you're a hopeless puppy a hopeless kitten pause hit the pause button and jump into that loving parent role where you can teach your kids which is our inner child you're fine you're safe And let's see what we can do to make you feel better. We'll see what we can do to make you feel safer. We'll see what we can do for you to play a little bit more. We'll see what we can do to help you have more fun. So that's the work. And it's not always easy, but that is the work. And that is the work before anything and everything else. Because you can learn the hows and the to-dos along the way, but you always want to make sure you start on the right foot and you start with the right state of being. And whenever you fall out of the state of being, you got to remind yourself to pull yourself back here again. That's why self-awareness is so important when we are dealing with stressful situations, when we are overcoming fear, when we are overcoming overcoming overthinking anxiety that's why self-awareness is the key of every single thing it's really because of that so i can give you a little assignment of course it's optional but i certainly can give you a little assignment for you to think about not just think about but actually for you to get your hands on write down your most frequent or most severe or most frightening triggers meaning what triggers you What makes you feel threatened? What makes you feel attacked? Sometimes it's like really something random makes you feel attacked, right? What triggers you? What makes you feel threatened? What makes you feel attacked? Write those things down one sentence each. Come up with an affirmation. So when these thoughts, these triggers show up in your life next time, you already have the affirmation in place so that you can redirect your thoughts, redirect your mind to those affirmations and have them in place to guide you. So you will not react to your triggers, but you will be guided by your affirmations. Okay, so do that and feel free to share them with me. Take care. Bye. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. You're now one step closer to having the creative life and career you want. If you would like to deepen the work, go visit coaching.yiqingzhao.com to find out how to work with me. Or you can hang out with me on Instagram at yiqingzhao 1222 If you would like to receive a freebie, seven questions to get you unstuck, please subscribe to my newsletter. You will love it. All right. I'll see you next time. In the meantime, take care. Happy creating. Bye.